0: Wake up, America, before it's too late. The
1: Steve Day Show.
0: And greetings. Happy, uh, what is it? Tuesday. Tuesday. That's Tuesday. Happy Tuesday. Welcome to the Steve Day Show here, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio and podcast. I'm Steve Dace, alongside Todd Erzen and Aaron McIntyre. We have a lot going on here on the program today. We have... Fake news or not um, coming up later in the show uh, as uh, we look at uh, the launch of the uh, inevitable, much anticipated, Tucker Carlson's new digital platform yesterday and what impact we think that may or may not have on uh, both the country and the marketplace. We'll get into that uh, for fake news or not coming up a little bit later on. For Pop Culture Tuesday next hour, uh, we're going to talk about an effort. This is something that uh, has really been on my heart more and more as this year has gone on, especially after seeing with my own eyes the difficulty of getting a movie with a biblical worldview made at all. And then into theaters, into the mainstream system uh, that, frankly, the devil just flat out controls and doesn't want to let go of. Uh, There's a new effort afoot uh, to recruit talented people to infiltrate popular culture. We'll talk about that coming up next hour of the show as well. You know, you get to the end of the year and you start getting a little retrospective on the year that was. My wife's a voracious reader and, and she did not. There wasn't a book she read this year, and she read a lot. There wasn't a book she read this year that she raved more about than uh, this book called Cruel Logic. And we're going to talk to the author, Brian Gadawa at the bottom of the hour here and give him a little bit of pub. Uh, it comes highly recommended by my significant other. So... Figured maybe some of you in the audience might be interested in this book as well. You also might be interested in our friends over at First Cup Coffee. If you are looking for a coffee company that has your value system but also makes a hella cup of coffee, according to Aaron and several of you, you want to check, up, check out First Cup Coffee Company. There is a flavor for every freedom-loving American uh, shipped within days of being roasted, and they placed the roast date right there on each bag. You can go to FirstCup.com. Use the promo code DACE to save an additional 10% off your order when you do. Promo code DACE to save 10% off your order. And if you subscribe so that you want the coffee to come to your home every month, you'll get an additional 10% off for the life of your subscription as well at FirstCup.com. That's firstcup.com and use the promo code DACE. And with that, he's almost back to 100%. Certainly 100% better than he was at this time yesterday. So we present to
2: you Aaron with today's rundown of what happened while we were away. What happened while we were away, brought to you by Who Could Have Seen That Coming? Yesterday, it was revealed Special Counsel Jack Smith requested that the Supreme Court to liberate and decide quickly whether former President Donald Trump can be prosecuted on charges he plotted to overturn the 2020 election results. Trump's legal team has been trying to maneuver the J6 case until after next year's presidential election. Bypassing the D.C. federal appeals court and going straight to SCOTUS would likely take that strategy off the table. Trump's trial in the J6 case is slated to begin as it currently stands in early March. Harvard University's board has issued a statement saying they unanimously stand in support of President Claudine Gay. Dr. Gay last week was one of those three university presidents who testified in front of Congress and obfuscated and dodged the question about whether calling for the genocide of Jews goes against student codes of conduct. Then after that testimony, it was revealed by Chris Rufo and a pair of investigative journalists that Dr. Gay of Harvard engaged in plagiarism in her doctoral thesis, prompting the aforementioned statement of support from Harvard's board. You probably already heard the University of Pennsylvania's President, Liz McGill, resigned over her testimony in front of Congress last week. Hmm... It's being reported, though no official announcement yet, that New Hampshire Governor Chris Sununu will be endorsing Nikki Haley ahead of the New Hampshire primary next month. Sununu is expected to make that announcement at an event tonight. Donald Trump, during a speech at the New York Young Republicans Club, had a story to tell. He says the most brave thing he did in his life was debating Hillary Clinton in the aftermath of his grabbing by the you-know-what comments surfaced.
3: I went onto that stage just a few days later And a general, who's a fantastic general, actually, said to me, Sir, I've been on the battlefield. Men have gone down on my left and on my right. I stood on hills where soldiers were killed. But I believe the bravest thing I've ever seen was the night you went onto that stage with Hillary Clinton after what happened. And then that woman asked you the first question about it. And I said, Locker room talk. It's locker room talk. What the hell? What are
4: you talking? room
2: Meanwhile in Iowa, here's Ron DeSantis.
4: Uh, faith in God is, is really the foundation uh, of how I live my life, but also how I conduct myself uh, in an elected uh, office. Uh, when you're doing what's right, when you have your compass set to true north, uh, every single day in this process, media opposition everything it's all designed to to push you off course it's all designed to divert you from being able uh, to achieve uh, what you're looking to achieve and so having that foundation of faith in god is really what keeps you centered and it what allows you to keep that compass set to true north
2: Bud light is conservative again tucker carlson interviewed ufc grand poobah dana white and asked him about the ufc's partnership with the embattled beer brand who partnered with a mentally ill dude to market the beverage
4: let me tell you what if you consider yourself a patriot right you're a patriot you should be drinking gallons of bud light Believe me when I tell you. Wait, wait, wait. I should be be boycotting Bud Light. Gallons of Bud Light. You should have Bud Light drums stacked up in your garage and drinking it right out of the keg. Uh They are way more aligned with you than most of these other beer companies are. That I guarantee you. Take it from somebody who's in the know, who does business with beer companies, you are way more aligned with Bud Light than you are with so I'm any assuming, other beer company. I mean, they didn't come into partnership with you by accident. No. Obviously. We they, had multiple bidders they, on the table. Did they seek you out? We had multiple bidders on the table. They were one of them. And as I, you know, history has shown me with relationships that I've had with other beer companies, I, who lean more this way, yep. I, who consider myself a patriot, I don't go crazy over the whole patriot thing, but I consider myself a proud American. I'm happy to be an American. I love this country and you are way more aligned with Anheuser-Busch than you are with other beer companies.
2: Speaking of Tucker Carlson, he announced a new media venture in the last few days. It's called the Tucker Carlson Network. Newly elected Argentinian President Javier Millay has signed an executive order cutting the number of Argentine government ministries from 18 to 9, making good on a promise for now to slash that federal government's bureaucracy. CDC Director Mandy Cohen in the year of our Lord 2023 is once again asking the population to mask up.
5: Get your updated COVID and flu vaccines and your RSV vaccine if you're over 60. It's not too late to get vaccinated if you haven't already. And use additional layers of protection, like avoiding people who are sick, washing your hands, improving ventilation, and wearing a mask.
2: A final batch of Pfizer COVID jab safety documents has been released, and according to a report from the Epic Times, those documents prove the FDA knew its safety program to monitor the COVID jab's safety was, quote, not sufficient to assess the serious risk of myocarditis and pericarditis. The documents also show the FDA knew at the time of its approval, its program to monitor the COVID jab safety was quote, not sufficient to identify the outcomes due to lack of sufficient power to assess the magnitude of risk in patients 20 to 30 years of age. And finally, despite nearly double the number of reported cardiac events in vaccine recipients versus the placebo recipients, the FDA concluded the deaths were, quote, unlikely to be related to vaccination. We're doing fine here. And finally, Calvinist Santa. Here's the Babylon Bee. Ho, ho, ho. Have you been a good boy this year? Yes. Are you sure?
6: Yes, I think
0: so. Incorrect. You are totally depraved, completely unable to please God in your
6: sinful flesh. Ho 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 ho! And I'm still getting many toys. You'll get exactly what you deserve. Cool. And if you don't repent, an even more flammable fate. Ho ho ho
2: ho ho. You can watch that entire hilarious satire on all the Babylon Bees social channels, and that's what <laughs> happened while we were away. <laughs>
0: nailed it (laughs) that's still one of my all-time favorite babylon b headlines calvinist dog proclaims no one is a good boy (laughs) oh gosh aaron's montage is brought to you by our friends over at uh, tyga coolers who think so much about one of our other partners that our friends at tyga coolers want us to talk about them instead now don't get us wrong Okay, Tiger Coolers is a great company. Uh, American-made coolers with a lifetime warranty. Get them custom-made as a Christmas gift for your loved ones if you want. Uh, when you go to uh, TygaCoolers.com, T-A-I-G-A, Tigacoolers.com and use the promo code Steve for a 10% discount there. But uh, they wanted to yield the balance of their time for their final appearance on our show this year uh, to go to our friends over at Preborn. Because of the outstanding ministry that they are. If you want to donate to the pro life ministry, pre born which has about an 80% track record of saving babies once they show that mother their ultrasound. But then they understand that that mom is still in need of help, and they offer her pre- and postnatal care. All of this is free of charge, provided they have tax-deductible donations and funding from people like us. And if you'd like to make one of those today, uh, go to preborn.com slash Steve. You know, it's just $28. $28 $28 is, even with inflation, that's all it costs for one of those ultrasounds that's got 80% odds of saving a life. At preborn.com slash Steve, or dial pound 250 and say the keyword baby on your mobile phone, or just go to preborn.com slash Steve. All right, to Aaron's uh, montage we go. Um, and, and there's there's three things I want to touch on here in this montage. We're going to talk more about the revelations out of the final Pfizer docu dump that's going to come tomorrow on the show. When Daniel Horowitz joins us for his weekly stint, him and I will get into further details on that tomorrow. Uh, so for now, I've, I've got a post up on Twitter already this morning, uh, having read through uh, some of what is there with the time I had this morning and some of the things that stood out to me. I uh, just go to my Twitter account at Steve Day Show or X Twitter or X at Steve Day Show. But Daniel and I will get into this in more detail tomorrow uh, when he joins us on the show. Uh, I re- I've said this before. Let me just reset this once again when it comes to the appropriately named Dr. Gay. As the uh, I mean the the demonic trolls just roll in okay I mean the the first openly gay presidential candidates name is but a judge but but a a male homosexual running for president whose name starts with but okay like they're just drunk in hell at this point they're like fourth-grade boys Okay and these no, are the jokes these are yes okay, but a jidge. all right we had our first openly bisexual U.S Senator. her name was sin Emma sin a sin Emma really Sinema. okay what what's next all right Senator IP freely Senator Buster Cherry what's next here okay I mean honestly I mean they're just mocking us at this point okay sin Emma right? Now we have Dr. Gay, Dr. Gay. Okay, cool. All right. That's great. Okay. All stuff. I still kind of find funny, but I, cause you know, guys never leave the sixth grade, but I really would have found it funny when I was actually in the sixth grade. Anyway, um, if she had told the U S Congress a couple of weeks ago that it quote depended on the context, unquote, when asked what she would do about students chanting death to homosexuals on campus, would she have already been fired? Do you think, or forced to resign? Or maybe even just driven literally out of the country by an angry mob. No, I was going to
6: say fired and worse. I mean, in a hole somewhere in Ukraine. Correct.
0: Yes. Yeah. She she'd be conscripted by Zelensky. Yes. Okay. Um, so I, I just wanted to reset that in light of last night's news that Aaron highlighted. Um, let me say this. Follow me here for just a second, okay? So Friday, out of nowhere, out of absolutely nowhere, the feds drop 17 years of indictments on Hunter Biden. And I I believe I said on this show last Friday when this news broke, right as we were on the air, I believe is when it broke or right before we came on the air. I I referred to this one of in in, in one of the ways I referred to this was Operation Fig Leaf. That the point of this is, this is the fig leaf so that your normie suburban neighbor or family member or ex urban neighbor or family member will remain in the deep sleep that they are in, will not be awakened to backlash vote, because when they, I said this last Friday, did it not? When they arrest. And convict and incarcerate Donald Trump next year. They're going to turn to your normie buddy. And while you're losing it. I mean, you're emptying your bowels. All right. You're emptying your bowels. You're losing your poo. Okay. And your, your normie buddy across the fence, your privacy fence there in your suburb or excerpt, He's going to come back with, well, oh, gee, didn't they go after Hunter Biden too? That's, that's going to happen, correct? Is, did we not just have this conversation Friday? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now, I will tell you, I know I'm pretty good at this, but I did not anticipate that this was going to be fulfilled by Monday. This is moving even faster than I anticipated, and I have been warning this entire calendar year this was coming. Over the weekend... Some strategically placed op-eds. We even had a U.S. senator go on one of the Sunday shows, Senator Murphy from Connecticut. Justifiable indictment of Hunter Biden. Uh, this is questionable behavior. <laughs> okay. I mean, this, is, this isn't even pro wrestling now. We're doing community theater. That, that's what we're doing here. The overacting is rich. All right.
6: I mean he's he's scratching out the script live while he's talking. Like, I know yesterday I said that it's just a father who loves his son. Yes. But now... Correct. I mean,
0: we're five minutes away from... No way, Corky. You're not going to put up with these people. Because you're all just bastard people. That's what you are. You're just bastard people. And I'm going to go home. And I'm going to bite my pillow. That's what I'm going to do. We are five minutes from waiting for Guffman level of community theater performances here. Pro wrestling is like, dude, we're a lot better at this than these guys. Stop comparing them to us. There's a lot more flair in The Undertaker coming out of the coffin than Senator Murphy. Pardon me. Yes, this is now a justifiable endorsement. These are troubling revelations. And then Joe Biden actually reads from the teleprompter Did I do this right? All right. Pro wrestling's way better than this, way better performances. Monday morning, we're sitting here in the middle of the show. What happens? Well, lo and behold, Jack Smith decides, I'm going to just bypass the D.C. Court of Appeals. Remember on Friday we talked about the makeup of the D.C. Court of Appeals, how that was likely going to go against Trump, given the makeup, right? Seven Democrats, four Republicans, three appointed by Trump, but the fourth uh, appointed by George Herbert Walker Bush. So that's basically an L. Remember we had this conversation just Friday, right? Pretty much first thing Monday morning, Jack Smith stuns the media, no one saw it coming. And lo and behold, goes to the Supreme Court with this irregular motion to ask for an emergency cert, an emergency question answered. Is Donald Trump immune from prosecution as a private citizen? even if he broke laws while he was president
6: and and hello dave
0: <laughs> my fa- then the media reports yeah, it'll be interesting to see what the supreme court will do <laughs> will they Have will you they met even john roberts will they even hear this will they even take this it was about this time yesterday that you were on here making the connection of, hey, you, you just asked me out of the blue. Yeah. Steve, they ever find the Supreme Court leaker during Dobbs? Nope. And go back to last year. My theory has always been John Roberts was the leaker. That's why there's nothing has happened because Roberts I think was thought that the other justices were going to go too far in overturning Roe. He was willing to uphold the 15 week law because by the way, we're one of we, prior to Dobbs, we were only like one of six countries in the world that allowed you to have an abortion after 15 weeks. When 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 Texas and Mississippi passed those two laws and foreign leaders like Macron were condemning them, the president of France apparently doesn't even know you can't go to his country and get an abortion after 15 weeks. In France, in France. And the other countries on the list with this are like China and North Korea kind of places, all right? The only places in the world where you can get an abortion after 15 weeks. The whole world. So Roberts was willing to uphold those laws. The other justices wanted to use this as an impetus to just overturn Roe. He didn't want that. Remember, he normally you'll get multiple opinions on, you know, on a, 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 on a minority or a dissent. It's not it is not often that the chief justice who gets the first right of refusal to write a majority opinion, chooses to actually write his own dissenting from the other majority views. He thought they went too far. I believe he's the leaker. And that's why we haven't busted anybody for this. It's the first leak in the history of the U.S. Supreme Court. It's one of the most important decisions in the history of the U.S. Supreme Court. Well, lo and behold, as we continue down this series of unfortunate, and I promise you, totally random, non-contrived non-connected non-sequenced events i promise you gosh huh in just a matter of a few hours the supreme court decides by golly we will take this one up i'm sure they just flipped a harvey 2 Face coin Again, a random act. They had no idea what they were going to do. My favorite part is how when the order from the court that said they would take it, and then by the way, Trump and his attorneys who are trying to push this all off until after the next election, they were told they have barely a week to respond. All right? Yesterday was December 11th. They've got to have their response in, man, Monday the morning of December the 20th. Barely a week, 9 days. Why the rush? I'm sure they just, I'm sure they just want to settle such a probing question of, of constitutional inquisitiveness before we all break for the winter solstice recognition. They,
6: I am sure that's what it is. They learned their lesson from the legislature. Here, here, here's a uh, 10,000 page omnibus. Sign it tomorrow. Then, when the court releases their order, no judge is mentioned.
0: Who approved this? Huh. Weird. So... I'll tell you who approved it. Take a guess. Come on. Come on. You're got a one in nine shot. Take a guess. The ghost of Scalia? Who approved this? No. No. Not even the ghost of Sandra Day O'Connor who just passed. No. Each judge is given jurisdiction over what comes out of one of the federal district courts. There are a total, I believe, of 13, 11 district courts, one all encompassing federal district, and then the DC court, which is where January 6th cases are being tried by Jack Smith, is its own district court. Can you guess which Supreme Court justice oversees the DC district? Steve, I can name that tune in 666 beats. Yes, you can. By golly. Again, another rando coincidence. It's Chief Justice John Roberts oversees that court. huh? I'm sure when Jack Smith's motion ended up in the lap of John Roberts on Monday morning, he was like, my word. I mean, I'm as shocked as Kate Upton is when someone tells her she's pretty. That's so- I never, I never, I am just, knock me, like Laurel and Hardy. Blow me
6: down with a Russian olive. It's Wuhan luck or no luck at all, That's Steve. right.
0: This is, this is every bit as random as a bat that nests 900 kilometers from a place that has not one, not two, but three bioweapons labs in a densely populated area just so happened to fly into a wet market in that place gnaw on a coronavirus infested animal which then allowed that animal to be consumed by a human and lo and behold a novel virus is born. that's airtight logic Steve if we didn't have Wuhan for luck we'd have no luck at all and now suddenly we're going to have this adjudicated right now you know when I was a kid I, I knew a kid who was a bully and one day, he finally got stopped by the teachers, and, uh, and they asked him, hey, why do you keep punching the other kids? Straight up, this is what he said. I don't punch the kids. They just keep running into my fist. He, he straight up told the teachers this. When he was, this was like the fourth or fifth grade. Democrats just stand out here with clenched fists. And we just run face first into them. I mean, like
6: flush hits, too. Just, what is this? Just as the founders intended, Steve. This is complete
0: and total horse bleep BS. This is Banana Republic. This is a flat-out coup. Yep. Again, what is this, coup three or four? I'm, I'm losing track. Here's the thing, though. It's coup electric boogaloo, Steve. This goes right to what I was talking about yesterday before this all went down the average trump operative and the average trump voter believes this isn't going down even though it's going down actually write the bleep now it's going down now this is an attempt for jack smith to make damn sure he gets to put trump on trial next year before the election and not have it delayed by however long it takes for the various clerks at the various district courts to have their say to write their opinions we're going to go right there now And if you think Jack Smith doesn't already know the answer, then you probably are still holding on to the belief that a Chinese face diaper stops 100 percent of airborne contagions. Take it off. They're going to do this in broad daylight because they do everything in broad daylight. At some point, we must have a plan other than I'm going to tweet about it for money. We must have a plan to stop this. Or or we could do this instead. Just pimp. but We just pimp Bud like I'm, I'm, I'm saying this right now. I'm out. I'm not joining any more boycotts. I'm not joining any more causes. I don't believe in any of them. If you, this is the, maybe the only successful boycott we've ever done. And now you're just not patriotic, according to the head of a largely obscure sports league. You just aren't patriotic because I cut a business deal with them. I I mean, I'm just out. Don't don't call me and say we got to boycott the NFL because you're all silent about this. Because since it's okay that UFC sold out to Bud Light because they like Trump. I'm just out. I'm just I'm out. Not joining. I'm not a joiner anyway by nature. Kind of not how I roll anyway. I've stayed in Iowa. I stay out of D.C. I stay out of all the other places as much as I can. Just going to do my own thing. You want to listen? Cool. You want to read? Cool. You want to watch? Great. If you don't, that's cool, too. But I'm not joining with any of this. I'm just not. Not interested. I'm going to like what I like. You like what you like. And let's just all be honest now and consenting adults. There's no higher standard here other than what makes everybody money. Let's just be honest about that. Cool. All right. We're all whores. Cool. Okay. You whore your way. I'll whore. I'll keep whoring. I'll keep the whoring in mind. Okay. We're going to do that. Thanks. I'm out. Don't call me. Not calling you. Don't join with me. Not asking you to join. Don't ask me to join with you preemptive no to like everything. I'm totally out. This was my last straw. Thoughts,
6: gentlemen? Well, that was simultaneously as serious and as fun a time as we've had on this show, which we're going to need going forward. We're going to be talking about nothing but serious things, and we got to make it fun, and we're going to go insane. And what Steve just laid out for you was deadly serious. Uh, and if we do not get wrap our brain around it soon and i'm not even sure i when i say that i don't even know if i believe my own words uh anymore i will say one thing though steve the only thing i disagreed with at the end is at the very end a largely obscure sports league this is the, ufc is huge it is absolutely huge and so i can and i think i've uh, as much grief as i've given to fo- football this is so huge it definitely f- falls under soap operas for men and nothing pe- nothing will rescue wokeness From its consequences faster than soap operas for men once again swooping in to make sure that one of its greatest failures is rest is resurrected just because too much money it's just just too much money to be had so great job everyone
2: yeah we're doing we're doing great here um it's not obscure the ufc that's why bud light tried to and has successfully hitched its caboose to UFC, UFC has a brand, which is uh, very, well, whatever the definition of masculine is now. That's hmm. kind of what yeah. that's what they're trying to do. So that's that's why Bud Light did this deal with yep. UFC. And for Dana White, you heard him there hedging his words. You know, I, I consider myself a patriot. I don't get get too far into that stuff. But what he's telling you is, um, I'm a patriot so long as it's monetizable. Yep. And they cut me a really big freaking check. So you should drink gallons of Bud Light. And Tucker Carlson's there like, oh, okay. What a freaking joke.
0: Yeah, I'm just out. Not in. Not in at all. Just going to do my thing. And if enough people want to consume it, I'll get to keep doing this for a living. And if they don't, I'm cool with that too.
2: like the songs and carols you love and only pericarditis and his MRNAs have all your favorite holiday songs in one non-random controlled study. It's
0: beginning to look a lot like a vax
2: pass to get into anywhere you go. From inspiring hymns like Oh, holy
0: spike The protein bloodstream traveling. Because they lied, and it don't stay in your arm Oh, little town of Wuhan We can't believe you lied You're run by creeps who should be put to sleep Those bats, they don't live nearby
2: to traditional christmas classics such as the 12th decade of lockdowns
0: my true lord's gave to me absolutely freaking nothing i've been home since christmas hmm. you can zoom with me Said your kidneys to the
2: people far and near. Do you fear fear? Then there's those funny novelty songs to lighten the mood. Grandma got run over by a promo. He left her to
0: die in an infected nursing home. I really can't stay. COVID stand. I really must go. And baby, it's COVID stand. I saw mommy masking Santa Claus because the CDC said so last night. Jingle bell, jingle
2: bell, jingle bell palsy. If you dare get that booster, then you sure are ballsy. And of course, we remember the reason for the season. How did you know?
0: your virus would someday wreck the world Fauci did you know that your science doesn't know what's a boy or a girl it came upon Anthony Fauci a sulfuric presence of old, from demons deep within
2: the earth, who knew that his soul was so that's not all. This collection has so much more to offer, like Rudolph the Red-Nosed Redfield, All I Want for Christmas is My Fifth Vaccine, Deck Rochelle with Facts and Data, Whitmer Wonderland, Little Jabber Boy, Have Yourself a Little Waning Efficacy, Happy Christmas, This is Never Over, and more. All this can be yours for a high, high price we can't name yet because inflation, but don't let that stop you from this once in a lifetime collection. Call now at 1-900-666-VAX to order. Only available. While supply chains last, must be double masked when you call. Again, that's one 900 the AXX.
0: All right, back here on the Steve Day Show, powered by our friends over at Eden Pure. If you've got those odors in your home you just cannot possibly get rid of, the Eden Pure Thunderstorm Air Purifier. Notice I didn't say freshener. Air purifier is what you are looking for. So many rave reviews from within our audience since they came on board a couple of years ago. Thousands of five-star reviews online. This gets rid, and it gets rid of the components that are causing those strong odors in your home, whether it's cooking smells or uh, pet smells teenage boy smells, cigarette smells, even that mildew smell you can't get rid of. No match for the Thunderstorm Air Purifier from EdenPure. And it's filterless, so you're never changing out filters either out of your own pocket or time. If you want to take advantage of their three-pack for whole home protection, get it now for under 200 bucks plus free shipping. When you go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the discount code Steve, get this deal with the discount code Steve at EdenPureDeals.com. Well, I mentioned a little while ago, you know you get to the end of the year. you sometimes get a little retrospective next week. Uh, will be our we'll close out Thursday and Friday with our annual uh, end of the year programs. The end of the year days group is a week from Thursday, then the final year in review show is a week from Friday. My wife is a voracious reader man. She reads a ton, but she didn't read anything this year that she wanted to talk about more than this book. It is called Cruel Logic a postmodern killer, uh, or I'm sorry, the philosopher killer. And it's described as a postmodern killer for a postmodern world. She raved about this book and said, you've got to get the author on. So I did. Cause I always do what I'm told. Brian Godawa is here. Good to see you, Brian. Merry Christmas, brother. How are you?
3: Good. Thanks for having me on Steve. Merry Christmas indeed. All right. Tell us a little bit about you, man. Who are you? Well, um, I my background is kind of as a Hollywood screenwriter. I actually wrote the movie To End All Wars years ago. It was award-winning, and my goal was as a Christian to be in Hollywood and to, you know, write movies like Braveheart or what have you that have a Christian worldview beneath them. And so I've been writing movies all these years. But about 10 years ago, I started uh, writing novels, and I actually started out as a novelist uh, doing uh bible novels as supernatural epics and that launched into the stratosphere and best-selling on on uh, bible fiction lists on amazon and i've been doing those for the last 10 years but more recently i finally wrote this cruel logic and it had actually began as a um, as a screenplay that I was trying to make as a movie was never able to get it made as a movie. That's not unusual. Um, but uh, so I finally wrote it as a novel. But um, what was interesting was the premise of the story is that there's a philosopher serial killer on campus. And what he does is, and it's a woke campus. And what he does is he captures university professors and he debates with them. And the topic of the debate is his moral right to kill them? So he'll have any anyone from a evolutionary biologist to a queer theorist. You know, he captures them and he basically asks them. Look, so this is man bites say... dog,
0: et phone home kind of stuff. Basically, yeah. I got yeah, you. Exactly. Right, keep going. All
3: right. And he asks them, "Hey, look, if if uh, if what you say is true about reality, then give me one valid reason why mm-hmm. I should not kill you, and I'll let you go." Mm-hmm. And that's sort of the the hook of the of the whole story.
0: I'd ask you where you came up with this idea, except the answer is obvious other than everywhere.
3: Yeah, exactly. But incidentally, though, this was originally written uh, quite a while ago. And in more recent years, with all the woke uh, explosion, I've actually added a whole context and environment to the story that just expands it tremendously. So it, it takes place on a woke campus. And you've got a actually a a young Christian um, student, freshman there for the first year. And he gets caught up in the social justice movement, because his evangelical faith Faith is quite weak and it he as he gets led into that we we see everything from the trans ideology to antifa and and student uprisings and it's you know so it's a quite uh, dramatic um, environment however everything that occurs in the novel is actually rooted in actual events that have occurred in the last five or ten years on campuses. Whether it's the you know the student protests, violent protests, or the uh, you know, professors being shut up by students in their classes. I have all these things going on in the novel. So that if you if you read it, you'll get a good feel for you know the worst of the worst of, of in modern American universities.
0: I was gonna ask you about that because with my own experience writing a nefarious plot. I wanted to avoid writing a polemic. I, I wanted to re- avoid having the, de- the demon who writes the book be a caricature of me, and, and 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 an antihero where I'm just using a flawed vessel for my own laments. But it, I wanted to depict actual evil, which required me to get out of my own worldview and 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 see evil for you know and and behave as if evil really as it really does. And that was what I was going to ask you, is the temptation to do that as a as a Christian yourself, how do you know you're not just writing a polemic, but this is an act this this is real. This is this is something that when it's over, people can say, Wow, I, I could see this really going down.
3: Yeah, well, you know, I have to say that in a way it's, it is an incarnation of the moral argument for the existence of God, you know, and I think it, it's going to, it's going to connect with people because of this, you know, you can sit here and art, we can have our abstract arguments and philosophical arguments, which I love philosophy. I've always studied apologetics and philosophy. Um, and there's, there's a place for that. But in this story, you get to sort of see the incarnation of the argument, which is a more personable human connection. But as a, because of my Hollywood screenwriting, I've been trained to really approach storytelling without judgments of the character. What, what that means is I have the hero and I have the villain and there's a definite perspective and world, you know, viewpoint in the story. But when you write your villains, a good villain, you're going to actually enter into that understanding and try to make it as realistic as possible. Try to show them at the best that you possibly can because precisely the problem with a lot of the Hollywood polemic movies, you know, the political movies, whether it's the, the um, what was it? The Comey rule or, you know, and the the one that shot down Sarah Palin and all that Mm -hmm. when they do their political movies, they're just propaganda. But to do a good, a good story, to tell a good story, you want to actually have both sides With this, at the strongest viewpoint that you can. So my goal in writing it was to not attack all the woke people and show them as bad as possible. You know that that's the worst Christian cliche stuff, but actually to show them at their best and to also show that. The Christians in the story are not perfect as well. They're sinners and they've they've got problems as well. In fact, there's some pretty harsh surprises in there, <laughs> for sure. But um, one of the things though that I, I have to warn Christian readers is that um, in part of showing the evil, particularly that this the, the story takes place in a college, and, and and the theme is ideas have consequences. And so we hear all these themes and ideas in the comp in the campus, but what do they really result in? Well, in order to depict evil accurately or shall we say in order to depict a powerful redemption you have to depict evil accurately so i do have some f-bombs some bad language in there because that is how the students really speak when they protest they don't say gosh darn western civilization they say f western civilization Mm -hmm. and so if if you don't depict that evil accurately it's, it's not going to capture the violent hatred that is driving them. And that's the same violent hatred that leads them to use language against their enemies like, you know, we are domestic terrorists and, and we are Nazis and such because it's going to lead to violence. And that's sort of one of the underlying uh, themes as well of the story. Final
0: thing, Brian, I want to ask you. I don't believe there's any resolution here outside of the restoration of a biblical worldview in our culture. I don't, I, I don't believe we can vote popularly our way out of this. I, I, I don't believe that we can um, um, uh, conservative, intellectual, way, our way out of this, um, th- that Marxism is just a, st- a stand-in manifestation uh, for a, a satanic, demonic Uh, It's an idea. It's a satanic demonic manifest ideological manifestation of a satanic demonic worldview. And I don't I just think a lot of the right still doesn't understand or believe this because much of the right is also godless. So how did you how do you how do you resolve this as a writer?
3: Well, um, I, I, without giving away the twists, I assure you that there is Christian redemption in the story. But um, I actually agree with you. That's one reason why I follow you on X because I love your your approach in that in that way. And and I have the same sort of heart. And so one of my main characters is a psychology professor who is helping the cop track down the serial killer. And the professor, of course, knows the the the, the killer in some way. And I kind of based him on Jordan Peterson, Douglas Murray, and mm-hmm. some of these other people who I've great respect for, mm-hmm. um, but it's a fascinating sort of Um, I don't know what you call a movement or something, where we have a lot of people who are pro-Western civilization. They get it. They also support the fact that Christianity is the basis of it, but they're not Christians themselves. And I I, I find that fascinating, and I wanted to explore that. So I have a character like that, who, you know, who's fighting for Western civilization, you know, uh, curriculum in the the school, and he's being attacked. But he's he's a Jew, but he's not a, um, he's not a, 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 you know, whatever, a a devout Jew, right? Mm -hmm. He's a secular Jew. Mm -hmm. And so he's struggling with that whole thing in his past and he's having to face that reality as well. So what are you fighting for? If you're just fighting for Western civilization, it's really nothing unless it's rooted in a transcendent, objective, triune God. Yeah, And so that's my, that's my ultimate, um, ultimate heart and soul behind the writing for sure.
0: Amen. Where do you want people to get this book? Where's the best place for you?
3: Exclusively at Amazon and it's in paperback, hardcover ebook, and audiobook. So go to go to Amazon. You can get it all there.
0: Cruel Logic, the Philosopher Killer is the name, and it comes highly recommended by my wife. And she's put up with me now for 26 years. So there's no accounting for taste. Thank you, Brian. God bless you, man. Wish you well with the book. All right. <laughs> Thanks, Steve. You Bye. bet. Yeah, I, straight up. My wife raved about this book. I mean, just narrated it to me and what was going on the whole time uh, that she was reading it. Um, lots of people rave as well about our friends at Samaritan Ministries. As we are approaching a new year, maybe you're deciding what the right health care coverage is for you. Maybe insurance, thanks to Obamacare and everything else, thanks to Biden, is just too expensive and this could be a, a less expensive option for you but also give you the spiritual support you're looking for as well. No network, so when a medical need arises, you choose the health care provider that's right for you. You have a say in the type of treatment that you receive. You send your medical bills to Samaritan ministries they'll notify fellow members to pray for you send money directly to you to help you pay those bills and when another member has a medical need you'll do the same for them all right so this is how the body of christ comes together to pray encourage and provide for one another and God gets glorified even when it comes to our health care system. Just check out Samaritan Ministries. And if it's the right fit, you can join today uh, and let them know you heard about it right here on the show at SamaritanMinistries.org slash Steve Dace. SamaritanMinistries.org slash Steve Dace. Thoughts on that conversation?
6: Well, <clears throat> I, I hearken back to our conversation about Father Stu, and Brian obviously gets something, the importance about painting evil accurately in because not to be gratuitous no quite the opposite because uh, rescue to be rescued from that is to bring it home the power of it home as immediately as possible so then the light in the darkness makes all the more sense the deliverance of the gospel makes all the more sense. So yeah, the the harsh language, whatever means he used, and again, it doesn't sound like he went overboard, but it seems like he, this is, this is the opposite of a grift. I have got to honor the reality of this to get to my ultimate goal, to save souls. So I respect him for that because a lot of people have all kinds of ways of somehow thinking they can avoid the stink of things, that's the only way to come out clean on the other side.
2: There were a number of truth bombs that he dropped there. I think maybe the biggest one was that we can fight for Western civilization. We can fight for what it was rooted in. But ultimately, if we don't understand that this is all rooted in and we're fighting for the existence and the omniscience and the and the rightful place of our God. We can sell a lot of Bud Light, but we're not really going to be saving much. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> gosh. Pop Culture Tuesday, fake news or not next.
0: All right, back here with Hour 2, live and on demand on Blaze TV, radio, and podcast. I am Steve Dace, alongside Totters and an Aaron McIntyre. And all of you, and you can let us know what you think about what we think. All of you can do that, just hopefully not all at once. Email the show, steve at stevedace.com. D E A C E is how to spell the last name. You can like us on Facebook MeWe, and Gab. You can follow me at Steve Day Show on Twitter, get her Instagram and TikTok. And if you're a podcast listener, thank you very much. You can leave us a five-star review. Thank you to all of you who have. Well, Steve, I don't like your show. Well, we wouldn't ask you to lie. We might ask you to keep that knowledge to yourself, though. You might also think, eh, "It's okay, I kind of like it." Well, we would totally ask you to embellish. I mean, the commandment has nothing against exaggeration, just says not to bear false witness. So if you don't like it, we don't want you to, you know, bear false witness. If you kind of like it, though, totally exaggerate what kind of like it means. And thank you to all of you that have done that. You can also hit subscribe or follow if you're on iTunes. And a lot of you have done that as well. Thank you very much to each and every one of you for those. Thank you as well to our friends over at Jace Medical. Uh, They came on board here post the uh, initial phase of COVID. Because they, they saw what, what we saw and what we were talking about. Suddenly now, venerable medications are ruled dangerous and not fit for public consumption. They might even be horse-paced. And so medications that we've given tens of millions of people to since the 60s, or we gave Nobel Prizes to just in the last decade, suddenly are verboten. And they were very concerned about what that might mean for other would be venerable medications we might need in a crisis later. Well, now they're concerned about the current crisis we have, and that's where the Jace case came in. Well, now they're concerned about the current shortage crisis we have, the the supply chain crisis. Uh, We're facing critical shortages of essential drugs right here in the U.S. That can cause severe disruptions in your health, your treatments. You could get treatment cancellations, rationing of vital medications possible. Try to avoid all that. Now you can get a customizable Jace case from Jace Medical You can customize it with dozens of add-on medications from what medications you need to make sure that you've got a backup plan. And yes, ivermectin can be included in your Jace case. So if you want to get that kind of peace of mind, go to jacemedical.com right now. J a s e, J a s e for jacemedical.com and use the promo code DACE at checkout for a discount. Promo code DACE at checkout at jacemedical.com. One of the things that uh, has been a, a reoccurring theme this year for me on the show and places I've gone and, and spoken around the country is making Nefarious, a film that has so far grossed roughly in total revenue somewhere around $15 million. And on my desktop right now, I have a folder of thousands of emails from people, thousands about how they loved the movie. It impacted them spiritually or impacted someone they know spiritually. More people reacted to that movie than anything else I've been a part of in my whole career, and it's not even close. Best-selling book? Nope. Top 100 podcasts? Nope. That movie. And it makes you wonder. Over 2 million people have seen, so far, Nefarious. By the way, that's the cost of one Senate seat, Todd. In the 2022 midterms, it cost $15 million to win one seat in the U.S. Senate. One. And, and we reached over 2 million people with a movie that has grossed about $15 million in revenue.
6: Probably just a coincidence.
0: Imagine what kind of reach the 100 and $200 million movies that Hollywood produces mm. regularly has. And, and you can see now, I, and I can see now, as someone that's been involved, I've been involved, I've done everything you can do f- in politics other than actually work for a sitting president without being a candidate yourself. I've raised money, I've, run, I've done commercials, I've done strategy, I've worked for campaigns, I've covered them. I've, I mean, I, I've been involved in the political process from local school board man to running for president. But I never have seen the resistance the spiritual resistance that that we've witnessed the last few years trying to make nefarious and get it and bring it to market because that pop culture is the enemy's stronghold. And, and we've got to vary our interest now. If you are a big time Christian donor, great. But understand, man, we, we just can't live here cycle to cycle politically. What are we doing in between? The most influential platform in America is popular culture, particularly as it's relayed through these things. That's where we need to be. Well, Blaze contributor, Yako Boyens, who has spent a lot of time working in and around uh, the the movie industry and popular culture, he agrees and is launching a venture along those lines. Yako, it is great to see you, brother. Merry Christmas. How are you?
1: Steve, so, so thankful to be on the show and thank you for all you do. You're such a voice of reason to our nation. You're a dear friend. Uh, Merry Christmas to you as well.
0: So, brother, tell us about first of all before we introduce after Eden. I want you to give kind of your thought to the to the introduction I just gave to bringing you on, and and the importance of sh- of taking the light to this arena known as popular culture.
1: A phenomenal intro, uh, so on point, uh, hitting the mark. If we do not take territory back, some biblical term here. If we don't reclaim territory and redeem which I say God intended for good. The arts, creativity, the ability to write song, tell story, you know, dear friend of ours, both Glenn Beck, the storyteller, you know, the David Bartons of the world, the Steve Daces of the world, through movies like Nefarious, to enlighten people, to bring what they deal with in their daily life and give it context. And, and, and construct to see it, to see that character, to say, well, listen, the demonic is real, and people are can be oppressed and, and possessed. And what if we're dealing with a force outside of flesh and blood? That's what Nefarious is doing, and I'm not surprised that it's one of the most engaging mediums that you've you've ever engaged with. And I'm excited you're going to continue that. We have to take that culture back because years ago the church departed from the Motion Picture Association of America. We once sat in the seat where we decided what was rated PG-13, 18, R, X, and we just handed it over. We are grossly under, uh, misunderstanding in the GOP the power. We, we say media, and we think that that means CNN, but we give Hollywood a pass. We don't understand what the rap culture has done mm-hmm. to America. We mm-hmm. don't understand what the lyrics in rap culture does to the subconscious to then get a school like Harvard or Yale to, to compound it with further indoctrination. We don't understand what it means that when you have, you know, Modern Family as a TV show, and subliminally, st- they start positioning the child's mind that maybe it's not so bad to have two dads and one pretends to be a mom. And then later on, we have drag shows for kids. And later on, we've got Gen Zers marching in the street saying, well, I can pick my gender. This doesn't happen overnight, uh, Steve. You know, we argue since 1928, John Dewey visiting Joseph Stalin you know, and coming back and say, Stalin's education system is the best. Undergirding the American public education with secular humanism and Marxism, looking at an Alfred Kinsey sexualizing children, birthing a Hugh Hefner, the sexual revolution in the 60s, the AIDS movement, and here we are today with media and entertainment proliferating immorality through our culture, and it's destroying our culture. So your opening statement is for me a top two issues in our nation. We're losing our culture in entertainment. We say Performers or entertainment entertainers shape culture, and we need to take it back.
0: I was speaking uh, to an audience recently of uh, some well healed uh, Christians, and i I said, you know it cracks me up." When I hear believers say, no one cares what celebrities think, when the two most successful right of center presidents in my lifetime, one is a former movie actor who then was one of the pioneer television stars in the country, Ronald Reagan. The other is the biggest reality TV star of all time, Donald Trump. And before that was already maybe the biggest celebrity on planet Earth. But you're right. Nobody cares. Nobody cares whatsoever what celebrities think. Why do we say that? And how much of that is just because there, we're, we're outnumbered there, and so we just tell each other that to make ourselves
1: feel better? A big reason is because we're consumers of it. And, and, and this is where accountability needs to set in into this country. It's the same reason why I tell a father, hey, you're not going to teach a son to honor women and, and, and when you are abstaining from saying, hey, life matters. And protect the child in the womb. We are consuming the very thing that's degrading our culture. And we've been conditioned to say, well, that's just Hollywood and celebrities don't matter. Really? You've got a reality TV star that just milked, milked the United States of $200 billion called Zelensky, who was a TV actor who mm-hmm. played the president. IN A TELEVISION SERIES AS THEY WERE CONDITIONING THE UKRAINE PUBLIC THAT MAYBE THIS GUY COULD BE PRESIDENT, AND THEY MADE HIM PRESIDENT. TO THINK THAT TAYLOR SWIFT DOES NOT HAVE AN IMPACT ON GEN Z, TO THINK THAT TAYLOR SWIFT SAYING, YOU KNOW, YOU SHOULD BE PRO-ABORTION AND ALL OF A SUDDEN YOU'RE NOT GOING TO HAVE MILLIONS OF YOUNG GIRLS STANDING AGAINST LIFE IS asinine. It, IT IS THE MOST IMPACTFUL. They understand very well the power they hold. And as the church or even just the conservative minded American, the patriot, we have to start understanding that we have forfeited arguably the strongest tool into the hands of of what we now call woke, but the diabolical. And we've got to take it back.
0: Well, that brings us to after Eden talent. Let's go there Next as a potential, or one of the potential solutions to this dilemma, tell us about it.
1: Multi-pronged. Steve Dace produces with amazing folks a movie called Nefarious. Nefarious goes and it impacts two million lives. It changes families. It starts conversations in the church, right? Steve is doing that. My wife is a writer. She writes screenplays. Some of the guys are camera operators, but then you have the talent. And for so many years we've said, look, Actors, you should say no to sexual immorality. And we've got, and you know, Steve, firsthand, my family, we have cultivated talent for decades, and we've trained them in the ways But of God, and then we handed them to Hollywood. And so you're asking an actor to say no to roles that has profanity in it, so now the actor just doesn't work because because it doesn't exist. So then we solved for that problem. took us a while. The Kendrick brothers, the Irwins, you know, and, and and so we go, and now we've got amazing movies like Nefarious. But what about the performer's heart? What about the eight-year-old that has a dream to act? And today his mom's saying, Oh, you're not going to Hollywood. That's not happening. You're not going to UCLA. You so now what God created in the performer, the musician, the guitar player, the singer, we're now we're now suppressing the desire, but in performers, their desires never leave. You know, I played professional sport. There's a day you wake up and you go. I'm done. I don't want to hurt anymore. I don't want to do a 6 a.m. ice bath. Mm -hmm. I'm done with therapy. The singer never sees that day. They go to the grave being a singer. They go to the grave being an actor. There's a reason we put the worshipers and the performers ahead of the military and the army to circle Jericho and bring the walls down. We're again now in an era, Steve, where we have to incubate, identify. So we call we call discover identify them, incubate, develop, and then commission the performer at heart within a Judeo-Christian value set, a pro-American patriotic value set, understanding that I've got a responsibility to use my gift, to multiply my talent, and to impact this culture for good. We have to train the performer. And I think the gap that's being created, we're seeing amazing movements with Angel Studios and these guys. And again, Movies like Nefarious, but but now you have a performer that's compromised. Who is catching these kids young, training them in the right ways, or the one that's on their way? I I, I use this story, we scouted personally. We scouted Megan Fox. Megan Fox started in the church. Katy Perry started in the church. Miley Cyrus, my mother-in-law launched her career. Her name's Destiny Cyrus started in the church, Whitney Houston started in the church, and then they get handed over to the true de- deplorables, and and they're unrecognizable, literally selling their souls. We have to go, Steve. So, after eating talent exists to identify through auditions. If you've got a desire to perform, actor, singer, dancer, writer, podcaster, who's the next podcaster? Who's the next Steve Dace today that's sixteen years old? We want to discover him, mentor him, get someone like the real Steve Dace to speak into his life and then create opportunity to launch those careers and sustain those careers and incubate them as a as a community. And that's what After Eden Talent is for. And it's free for the performer. They can they can enroll today and create their free profile and then they audition when they're ready. Some end up in a development track. Some are ready to be showcased to the industry through what you would consider like a reality-based show. Like there's $500,000 we've allocated to launch careers season by season, two seasons a year. This is Steve finding the talent so that when you cast the next nefarious, you can come select from a pool of actors that are the best in the business no longer go to AGT or to The Voice mm-hmm. or American Idol. They come here so that producers and directors like you have a talent pool to select from, or the next worship leader at Bethel, or the next contemporary Christian artist or country artist, but who wants to do it for good, right? That's why after Eden talent exists.
0: Let's talk about the the mentoring process because the parents in the audience, that's what they're gonna be concerned about. Um, what does that look like? Because I mean, it, it, because now you've even got people who are products of the spirit of the age, like Natalie Portman, coming out yes. and saying in the last week or so, "No way, I would recommend." putting a child through the, through the Hollywood experience as I was put through, all right? I mean, and she's not coming at this from the vantage point that you and I are, from the worldview that you and I are. This is a matter of experience in what she has seen and witnessed happen to too many young people like herself with her own eyes. So then what does that incubator look like, Yako?
1: Yeah, Natalie speaking from her pain. She's speaking from, you know, the, the, the trauma that she's had to go through and st- she has her life still. You know, if some lose their lives. That incubation was very pivotal. We went around the industry and we continue to go curate the best of the best. But there are Christ centered 100 percent that have a heart and an understanding for what our duty is in media and entertainment in this nation. And, and then we filmed 160 modules of curriculum, so it's online, where the par- and there's, there's training programs for parents, for the student. It's 13 and up. Between the age of 13 and 18, the child can't own or operate the profile. The parent operates the profile with the child on the app. They're immersed, but it's the best. I'll give you an example. In our music program, Our our teachers that are teaching whether it is performance, vocal technique, the ins and outs of the industry, the pitfalls of the industry, the roles of a manager and an agent, what is, should be okay and what shouldn't. In our music department, there's 21 Grammys in the music department. And these are people that have walked the walk, have stood the test of time, have said no to the demonic and the deplorable, and and has a voice to speak into a young person's life, all the way through mentorship, coaching, how to read a contract, how to negotiate, h- how to deal with a 16-year-old child as a parent who, who you still want them to go through school. And, and, and so we've curated with people like a Steve Dates would be a candidate and say, hey, Steve, would you like to teach a master class to young aspiring you know, movie producers? And what are the pitfalls? And if Steve then says, yes, Yaku, Steve then becomes a coach and a mentor on the After Eden platform.
0: So I've got somebody here with me who has some experience, actually, in your previous efforts along these lines. My oldest daughter, Anastasia, is actually here. Yes. Because you were just asking me about her when I saw you last week uh, when I was down in Dallas. And we haven't talked about this a lot in recent years, but in in previous efforts that you have mounted uh, in order to have uh, an impact in pop culture. As we say hello to Anastasia, how are you doing, sweetie?
5: Good. How are you doing, dad?
0: I'm doing well. So what was this about 10 years ago? I think you were yeah. uh, you were not yet 13, right? Yeah. All right. There I am. Yeah, there you are. And uh, yes. I mean, that we, we had you enter in uh, to this kind of a program. Tell us about what your experience was like.
5: Yeah. I mean, I was extremely grateful for the whole process. It was a great, it was great to be with other believers who also had the same dreams as you do. Mm -hmm. Like I really, when I got back here and I started doing the theater here with non-believers, it's like a totally different atmosphere Mm -hmm. than when you can really connect with people who think the same things you do. And even if it's not a main topic of discussion, just knowing you're with a group of people who have the same goal to impact a culture was super important. And the lessons I learned, I still carry with me when I did perform before and everything. So I mean, it was an extremely valuable part of my life and something that I very vividly remember and, and talk about a lot and still talk to people from when I did it before.
0: I mean, you got to go all over the country. I know, I remember there was a competition in Denver, I want to say, and mm-hmm. then the finals were in, in Orlando. Florida, yep. yep. You I, If I, if, I mem- if memory serves, I think you finished second, actually, in I did singing competition that year. I
5: did. I was, you know, I do have the day's competitive gene, so I was a little upset.
0: Second, so, you know, second place is the first loser. <laughs> but it, loser. Was, fa- but it yes. was, you
5: know what, it was fair, because the kid who beat me was really good, and Look, he won like, everything. Remembering his video,
0: he was pretty good. Yeah,
5: <laughs> he, was, he was. It was so, one of those well, Let
1: Well, let me say something about this girl. So, so... Steve's daughter went through our program, AMTC, and legitimately did the work, worked her backside off, trained. Mom was a champion, showed up in Orlando at the convention, very much like what this would be, but this is accelerated, and earned it. And I remember the moment. I remember the day vividly when uh, when you sorry for that video lapse there. I remembered the moment vividly when you earned that that stage. And, and uh, people may not know, but you've got an unbelievable voice. Um, uh, I, th- I think you borrowed a lot of that from mom and dad, because that's Pretty, pretty darn talented himself. <laughs> so no, I remember, I remember that vividly, and and it's it's a testament. And you carry those lessons with you for life because you're setting a new standard in a child's life mm-hmm. to say, wait a minute, I've seen it a different way. There is a people. If we think, if we ask Anastasia today, you know, Gen Z, what do they really want? They want identity, and and the the alphabet community will give it to them, mm-hmm. but they'll say, just just do whatever. Mm-hmm. You know, do whatever it will give you community. And so when we can wrap community around a young performer, and I think, and I said you were 13, right? I think you were yeah, almost 13. Yeah, 12,
5: almost 13, I almost. think.
1: Yeah. And, and just uh, what a success story. Phenomenal voice, phenomenal performer. Um, and I remember it like it was yesterday. Well, yeah. thank
5: you. Thank you. I appreciate that.
0: We, and the program was great for us. It delivered we actually got a one-on-one. I've not, I don't know if I've ever talked about this on the air before, so I hope you don't mind. We, oh, we, no, go ahead. <laughs> she has the Dace family humility, too. <laughs> um, but uh, uh, she, we actually got a one-on-one with a high-ranking executive. I don't think I can tell you which one, but at a very well-known record company, a name everybody would know. Do you remember that day? Mm-hmm. And it was at our old office that uh, we, it was a Zoom interview that you got with him. And um, he was very impressed with your ability and gave us some follow up steps of what needed to happen next to formalize a relationship with you. And we just talked about it, the three of us, and just thought, well, along the lines of what Natalie Portman said, maybe that's not where we wanted to steer you at that age and, and, and subject you to that quite yet. You know, Mm -hmm. and uh, but but, you know, now that through that experience that you are capable of making those decisions on your own, if that's something you wanted to pursue through that experience, you know, that you have that kind of ability.
5: Well, and it really the program really encouraged me then to um, utilize my talents more. And then that's when I started taking singing lessons with. Um, Aaron's sister, who's like later. a world-renowned
0: opera singer for people that don't realize. Yeah, and that. so yeah. that's
5: when I started taking singing lessons, and then I started getting into theater and like learning more. Like it really helped me realize I have such a passion for it, and then the community yeah. that you develop when you're there, you really take those lessons with you, and then it made me want to continue on as well.
1: And I think Steve's so important is when it when it and back then she was a child, twelve, right, finds that place of belonging, but more importantly sees themselves as, wait a minute, God created value in me. I have something to say. Mm-hmm. I, I can contribute. I don't need the world to identif- to, to give me identif- identity and tell me where I fit and where I belong. I'm actually someone that can go and, and help liberate others, speak into their lives. And you carry those lessons you know, throughout your life. But in that time, 10 years ago, they weren't Christian producers as much as we have today. Or at the Steve Davis of the world. So now there's more opportunity for someone like you know Anastasia to say, hey, I, I do want to pursue this, and there is a safe place. And so I encourage parents if your if your child is that performer, or adults. So look, there's no age limit, right? Uh, to to really take a look at after Eden talent. A huge hurdle we had to cross was back then in, in your parents really supported you. I remember your mom. I remember her there at the training sessions, showing up in Orlando. And there was there was cost involved at that time. And a, a problem I wanted to solve for the parents was in that process for it to not financially burden them. And we're now at that place, Steve, where it does no longer. Mm-hmm. It, 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 they, it does not burden them financially. And it's not this huge expense for them to, to get involved with After Eating Talent. And it took us over a decade to get there, but we are there now. All
0: right, Yako, I've got about a minute here. How do parents, if they're listening to this right now, how do they get started with their kid?
1: Go to app.afteredentalent.com or just after Eden, like the garden, afteredentalent.com. It's self-explanatory. Register a free profile, dive in, learn, get some of the initial content to learn and then prepare your child, we guide them through the steps all the way through to audition and start their journey with us. And you're with them step-by-step as a parent. And for the adults, I mean, it's laid out for you. And Steve, I can't thank you enough. What a surprise <laughs> to have this most precious guest join us. I mean, what a blessing and just as a family, you guys are pioneers and thank you very much. God bless you.
0: Same to you, brother. Good to see you. And uh, I really hope this takes off and is hugely successful. It is sorely needed. Afteredentalent.com is the website. All one word there. Afteredentalent.com. Merry Christmas, brother. Thank you.
1: Merry Christmas. Thank you.
0: You bet. All right. We'll have you back here for the overtime. Princess. Sounds good. All right. We'll see you then. Um, It is always better to not need something uh, and and have it than it is uh, to need it and then not have it when you do. And that's where our friends at My Patriot Supply come into play. Get their three-month emergency food kit right now. That's all three square meals, breakfast, lunch, and dinner, but it also includes snacks and drinks. So the full 2,000-plus calorie regimen that each of us needs for nutrition, and they've got well over a dozen different types of meals and sides so that you can mix and match for variety, stays good for up to 25 years with Proper Shelf Life. Right now, you can get it with $200 savings, and be sure to order by 3 p.m., and your order ships free the very same day. Same day, free shipping by 3 p.m. today and $200 in savings if you go to preparewithdace.com. Again, head over there just to make sure you're ready for whatever Let's Go Brandon has in store. You never know. Preparewithdace.com. That's preparewithdace.com. Let's get some reaction to the conversation we just had with uh, Blaze contributor Yako Boyens on his endeavor trying to uh, have a major impact and launch a full frontal assault on the stronghold known as popular culture via After Eden Entertainment. Or well, talent, after eating talent, I'm sorry.
6: When Anna said coming back and you made your decision uh, as a family after that on which way this would go, but she said, but I was so grateful because, it uh, to paraphrase her, it, it woke up so many different things inside of me about my, my de- desires, my potential. And then at the age of 12, you know, they have, I want to be a singer dreams, and then you have to come together alongside them as parents. Okay, so how do we actualize this and a a lot of parents make the mistake a lot of christian parents make the mistake of overdoing it in terms of just protect 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 there, there was that was this was not without risk i mean the emotions you put out there uh, if she goes uh, even in the best of circumstances surrounded by loving people if you don't quite succeed at the love you think you do but th- th- that's absolutely uh, part of it th- that testing this is a, a a a biblical uh concept uh and then coming home you're dealing with something far closer to God's destiny for you because you didn't bury your talents. You took your fa- you, you took her there as a father. Steve and said, "No, we're gonna, we're gonna plant this. We're gonna see where this goes. We're gonna see what the increase is." And then you had a realistic decision to to. But hey, this is going to be a tough world to help kids discover their talents in, but discover them we must nonetheless. And so, um, thank God we have places like this. Uh, and man, Yako uh, impressive guy.
2: Yeah, as, you know, as <laughs> despairing as the news is, both on the left and the right, so many days that we come in here to do this, there are rays of hope, and ultimately our hope is in our Savior, obviously, but it does give you more wind beneath your, your wheel, uh, wings or sails, if you will, when you see, hey, there are legitimate efforts like this to really recapture and to allow children and kids and, and, and people who God has talented to really showcase that talent in a way that's not going to lead them down the wrong path, that's pretty hopeful.
0: Yep. All right, back here on the Steve Day Show. And, you know, one cool gift you can give this uh, Christmas, the gift of hearing. If you've got uh, someone in need of a hearing aid and you're like, man, those are expensive. Well, our friends at MD Hearing Aid, uh, they want you to know that they've cut their prices in half despite the inflation craziness. MD Hearing is just made their neo-rechargeable digital hearing aids for under 300 bucks a pair, $297 a pair. That's over 90% less. Than clinical hearing aids. Plus, they're rechargeable with a battery life that lasts up to 30 hours. And the new Neo model, it's their smallest hearing aid ever. It fits right in your ear, and no one will even know that it's there. MD Hearing has sold over at a million and a half hearing aids, and they offer a 45 day risk free trial with a 100% money back guarantee. So you can buy with confidence. Founded by an ENT surgeon who saw how many of his patients needed hearing aids but couldn't afford them, he made it his mission to develop a quality hearing aid that anyone could afford. Thus MD Hearing Aid was born. So if you want MD Hearing's smallest hearing aid ever, go to mdhearing.com, use the promo code steve to get their new $297 a pair uh, offer when you buy a pair at mdhearing.com and use the promo code steve. MD MD as a medical doctor mdhearing.com and use the promo code Steve to get this special offer just 297 dollars a pair at mdhearing.com promo code Steve I believe we have dug deep into the archives Aaron have we not yeah and this actually isn't her final performance when Anna was in this competition uh, 10 years ago um this is her f- this is the audition she did before the finale you guys want to see it I thought we'd play it after she left, that way we wouldn't embarrass her, y'all, even though it's one of the true joys, Todd, as you well know, of a father when your children get older is to embarrass them in public, correct? It's one of the things I greatly enjoy anyway.
6: Uh, well, yeah, my, I know my daughters do not like this looking back in the way back yes. awkward machine. But so, so now that Anna's gone,
0: let's do it. Here was Anna's uh, audition at Yako's competition uh, about 10 years ago.
5: But when it comes to me, wouldn't want to be anybody else, nah, 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 nah.
0: Did you think? Oh, I've. That's not I've bad. For that a, that's not bad for a twelve-year-old.
6: It's outstanding, and I uh, absolutely appreciate uh, Yakko's uh, comedic stylings by saying that somehow came from you. <laughs> I mean, he I, wasn't watching when we played Perry no, Cardi earlier today. My, one of my favorite things you ever said in my time on. Did this you like? Sh- how I just kept a totally straight face when he said oh, that yeah. too. <laughs> On our show one time, I don't remember, this is a long time ago, but I mean, we're live. And like with no self-awareness whatsoever, you were talking about this song, but it wasn't in my key. And like, we, Aaron and I, like, you don't have a key. What are you talking about? Except
0: I have the key to America's hearts.
6: <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh, thank you, Aaron, uh, for uh, plugging that in for us here at the last minute. Appreciate it. That was a good memory. Um, let's get to fake news or not uh, brought to you by our friends over at Preborn. we mentioned them once already but it's so important with end of the year giving right now uh, make sure that uh, you consider Preborn. that's our family put them at the top of our end of the year giving list when Amy and I were just discussing that a few days ago an outstanding pro-life ministry so many babies they have saved but here's the thing when you save the baby you save mama probably too um, because because what that does to, to the heart and soul of women who fall for that lie, um, uh, it can leave an open wound that only Jesus can heal. And they want to make sure to try to save women, not just save the baby from being a product of mom falling for the lie, but to save mom from the lie. So they offer all kinds of pre and postnatal care for the mothers as well after they agree not to kill their children. They understand you got to love them both. And it's about truth and grace. They do both there at preborn. Make a tax deductible donation today so they can continue on in this mission and everything could be free at preborn.com slash Steve. That's preborn.com slash Steve, or you can dial pound two fifty and say the keyword baby, or just go to preborn.com slash Steve. All right. Now, when when Tucker was removed from, when Tucker Carlson was removed from Fox back in March, I believe it was, we were all led to believe that he had a non compete that was scheduled, and his contract did not expire until the end of this election cycle. And remember, a, a, a few days went by, he his first video on Twitter, Fox sent him a cease and desist, and we haven't really heard anything since. Uh, this What was announced yesterday, uh, the Tucker Carlson Network, or TCN, pretty much everyone knew that that's what was coming. He was just going to launch his own platform on a digital basis, especially now with the amount of freedom that Elon Musk is allowing on the platform of Twitter and the size of audience that you can accumulate just on Twitter alone. Makes perfect sense. Um, but I, 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 am, I think a lot of people weren't sure how soon this was going to happen. So clearly, the original reports that we received of Tucker's non-compete were either erroneous, either he doesn't. Doesn't care, which is frankly the option I'm hoping for, Um, or they've worked. Him and Fox have worked something out, but uh, now they're doing a subscription service. It's not just him putting up videos now and and claiming, "Hey, that's not a non-compete issue." I I get a voice. I get to be a citizen, and you know, Twitter's a as a public platform, right? Well, now he's launching a subscription-based digital, you know, uh, platform that's a clear direct competitor to Fox Nation. So. Obviously that non-compete thing with Fox has either been worked out or he's just going to let them uh, go jump in a, bl- a jump in a lake which frankly is the option I'm hoping for. Nevertheless, this officially launched yesterday. Um The Dana White interview, Aaron, that you had in your montage at the top of the show, uh, that was one of the very first things put on the platform yesterday. There's another interview with Kid Rock uh, that's on the platform yesterday, which, by the way, Kid Rock used to announce that uh, he and Travis Tritt, who's one of my all-time favorite country stars, and several other right-leaning musicians are going to do, essentially, a a pro-America music festival tour next summer, which I think that will be a license to print money, would be my guess. It seems so, yeah. Yeah, I, I think that is that is, that that is an excellent idea and one that I think will be hugely successful if they can all come together and get their schedules synced up and make that happen. Sponsored by Bud Light, perhaps? Let's hope that's not the case, okay? But the, the concept in and of itself I'm in favor of. Let's see how the execution goes before we start executing, all right? Nevertheless, um, the announcement of Tucker's platform Okay, yesterday, uh, the debut of it. Let's talk about from a fake news or not perspective, where this will end up in the in the hierarchy of conservative media platforms. In the digital space, this one, Blaze and the uh, Blaze Media and Daily Wire are way ahead of almost everybody else in the in the digital space. Obviously, in the linear space and in the overall space, Fox is king. Okay, I mean, Fox is by far the number one still, even after losing about forty percent of its audience to Tucker's departure and never quite recovering at all, is still by and large, the most influential and largest platform right of center plat- media platform in the country. The next tier would be people like us and Daily Wire, for example. Where do we think TCN will rank? Who do we think will be the first people to to join up uh, and and have their shows? orbiting on that platform uh, around Tucker. I'm going to predict that. My my prediction is Candace Owens does that when she returns from maternity leave. You could see uh, I'm not sure how that's going to work long term with uh, her and Ben Shapiro given what what was going back and forth between them before she took maternity leave. So that's my prediction. But uh, what do you guys think? What's fake news here and what's not about this launch and the impact that it could have? Who wants to go first? Well,
6: I you'll recall and I brought this up earlier uh, in the week or maybe last week in a different context that when Tucker seemingly started pulling his punches in various ways. Uh, in terms of uh, interviews he did or seemed a little off-kilter in uh, in other interviews he did and why, what is the point, where are we going with all this? Um, I, I had one of two uh, options for why it may be the case that to me made a lot more sense than just uh, I'm selling out. He Either through Trump was offered... The vice presidency or a major cabinet position or something like that. I think he
0: was on Megyn Kelly's podcast yesterday yeah. saying that he's basically a Trump apologist at this point. Like, literally said yeah, it. Yeah. I will just tell you, I know people that he was texting earlier this year. And he was telling them, because they've now come to me to tell me this. Mm-hmm. He was telling them a dramatically different story about his thoughts about Donald yeah. Trump than what we're hearing okay, right, right now. Right.
6: So wh- why do you do that? If you are willing, I mean, to be principled enough to take the kind of uh flack he took doesn't you know take uh, odd interviews that other people might take i mean it, it's a certain kind of principle why would you do that kind of about face you're describing well and see we, we you and i have conversations on and off all the time about uh just too much money you know like and, and you just talked about it on the show today everybody's a whore well It really—that's what we're talking about, Ensemble. Either he either was offered whoring in the way of power, raw power, or whoring along these lines. Just how big this thing could get depends how much seed money he Mm -hmm. got, how much Trump and Trump adjacent people are involved. What that would mean, though, if it's a—we don't know what Trump himself means right now. How can we? properly understand what the trump adjacent uh newscaster podcaster uh is doing i can see this thing taking over everything but we don't know you just mentioned right out of the gate two things that are you know kid rock loves him some trump i know i know that so he's on there and and uh, what's his face? Dana White. Uh, Dana White is also affiliated. Those are the first two
0: guests on his new Affiliated. Platform. Yeah.
6: But they're not Trump himself. Well, I, I, how thick Tucker just goes into this thing and wraps himself in the Trump flag is really... Will he f- then fall prey to the red wave that wasn't? Or... Is that it is are there different measuring sticks is the political measuring stick not quite the same as the grift measuring stick. I I, I wish I could be more helpful, but I have way more unknowns in this than knowns in my estimation. Uh,
2: I think this is going to be incredibly prosperous for Tucker Carlson and that entire network. And I think he's already telegraphed to us that this is going to be the case. Um, you know, you you go from texting people and uh, texts that were revealed in the Dominion lawsuits how you can't stand Donald Trump to now cozying up for him, even if it's for vice presidency or just monetarily. This is, he's, Tucker Carlson has, has told you basically, there's a price yeah. that I have. There's a price that I have. So... If it ends up he's the vice president, I don't think that's going to be a nominee. I don't think that's going to be. Hey, maybe that was a good whoring out. Uh, But I think even if he has to fall back on TCN, Tucker Carlson Network, it's going to be incredibly prosperous for him because I think he's shown you he will tell an audience, a massive audience now, but they kind of want to hear. And I don't know if you've – there's been a a leak of – the lineup for, I guess they've got a digital linear channel. Uh, 5 p.m. No, 5 p.m. Eastern Time, it's going to be uh, Beer Tasting with Dylan Mulvaney. Uh, 6 p.m. <laughs> uh, is I was it, actually
0: like, yes. whoa, okay, well, okay. Well, I'm interested. Right, yeah, yes. okay. Uh,
2: 6 p.m. Is It Porn with uh, Andrew Tate? Uh, 7 p.m. Oh it's going to be The Tucker Carlson Show. And then 8 p.m. upon further review, you know what? No, I'm not going to go
6: there. Karen? You're back, baby. I mean, is it porn? You, you were dead. Is it
0: porn featuring Andrew <laughs> just, Tate is just, brilliant?
6: He's okay. back, America. We missed
2: you, Aaron. Is it porn See, here's with Andrew what, Tate? You, is, is it permanently? <laughs> it's, Steve, just be glad. glad I didn't say what I was going to say for the last show there.
0: See, I'm not even, I didn't know what you were going to say. So I guess, so I'll, so I'll take your word for it. I should be glad. Okay.
6: Like uh, four dimensional chess, allow me. Mm hmm.
0: Thing, is Tuck, I know we always say. By the way, the official yeah. show position is no such thing. I actually think Tucker is capable of playing. See, that's what chess. That, I, do too. Is, I do too. Is Tucker
6: I saying like, I? No, I are you going to say he's playing all these fools? I think yes. it's
0: possible, including Donald Trump. I think it's like, entirely you, possible. You yeah. would,
6: Donald Trump would love me to kiss his backside. Yep. And, and I've only got to do it for and, m- yes, for one time, and This I, one and, cycle. And, yeah. And the truth is what I said in those tweets. Yep but i can make myself this thing he goes down now here's the part i somehow stay clean on the other side that's a big gamble we all know that but tucker carlson is doing okay either way but he says i'm i'm going to do this i'm going to ride this out i'm going to then position myself to be inevitable when trump and even in trump's either trump goes away or he's president in former years. And, oh, by the way, he's also 80. So he's... Right. I don't... He has
0: no heir apparent. Right. Who's going to pick up all these people? Where are they going to go? I, I think... Yeah. So I, this is I, why I, yeah. I absolutely think it is possible that Tucker is playing a different dimension yes. of chess and playing all And also, I I,
6: this is why I do think... I don't know what those variables b- would be, but I said pretty forcefully, I think, on Friday that I do think Tucker has some, you know, walk-away points. You know, I I we don't have to necessarily know that if it gets so nutty, I just I go back to where I was. Again, risky game. But I I I just don't I just fundamentally don't believe it, that the Tucker suddenly became the antithesis. He had to take risks, risks no one else would take. He did realize at some point in the game, I'm just not. I'm not playing this game anymore. It's even at Fox, and that's why he had a meteoric rise. He did things. He did, other people, but you don't understand. Ours goes up to eleven. He's like, this is, this is insane. Why do we do this? He was very. This is why you guys, you guys shared a wavelength in many respects, even mm-hmm. though he was coming from a non-theistic perspective. You just. No, no i'm i thought we were about these certain things and therefore i'm going to be about these certain things without compromise
0: i think that's entirely possible what is going on here in I, fact yeah. i think it's the betting line favorite that's what's happening here yeah. i'm prepared to be wrong no i think you i think you might have read this one right all right we're going to stick around and do overtime for blaze tv subscribers for the rest of you'll see you tomorrow john 317